everyone. This is Golden Craft Cast. If you're joining us again, welcome. We got a special one for you. So, this is Sergio, your host, and Manny on the guitar. Yes. And we got Bird. Yo. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Star Wars, man. If it wasn't obvious in the intro. <laughs> and let me tell you, not only is Star Wars now a theme park, but it's also a video game. It's been Tons video of video games. games. Tons of video games. It's With Sally got, got sold to like Electronic Arts and... That's, what, that's what it was the best, though. I think. Yeah. Did you guys ever play that Knights of the Old Republic? No, I heard good things oh, about that. that. So, then you, Everyone that like, keeps talking about that. That was one of the first ones where you could actually pick your destiny, like yeah. light side or dark side, and every action you could pick. Do you want to talk to them? Do you want to attack them? Do you want to kill them? Whatever. Yeah. And that was a really cool game. I mean, that's like on the first Xbox. I played that twice. Yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone really like talks about that. Even like the biggest like fucking Star Wars fans don't. They haven't even played it. I haven't even played it. Yeah. I didn't have an Xbox. I think one of the first <laughs> ones I played was remember the old Lucas films? Lucas Art. Lucas Arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <clears throat> it was yeah, that, that was intro. I remember seeing that yeah. intro. It was the Starfighter um, rescue mission or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was on the old, I think it was XP, maybe even older, bro. But you were basically like Red Five, Red Five. You were like in an, you were in X Wing. Yeah. And you uh, were, had ro- to fly through. Rogue Squadron? Yeah. Some, something Rogue, like that. I yeah. Think it was Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Rogue Squadron, yeah. yeah and then <clears throat> you would dry, go through these asteroids, fly through these asteroids and shit. Yeah, them. I played that too. Yeah, that was fun. Fucking. Yeah, you go through these asteroids and then you could even you play it when you're on Hoth, you play the mission where you gotta throw your cable around the yeah. ATAT. That was Nintendo 64. I Actually, think that's, um, I was gonna talk about that game. That's um, The Shadow of the Empire. No, I think it was Rogue Squadron because I never no. had that. Um, I had Shadow of the no, yeah, I had Shadow of the Empire, and you actually play on Hoth. That's like one of the first missions, and you would do that exactly. Yeah, you do that like on uh, Rogue to... Squadron as well. I remember doing that, like that, that mission. There you go, it's tradition. So, shout out to all the people out there doing their thing in LA, man. Um, gotta say, there's some weird stuff going on out in LA. A lot of protests, uh, a lot of violence, and stuff like that. And personally, right outside uh, where we're shooting the podcast, the neighbors are partying down. Yeah, so sorry so, if um, you hear that background. Yeah. You know but, what? Don't be you know sorry, because now the whole thing's a fucking party in the background. <laughs> yeah, so just don't, yeah, don't think of it as like uh, a distraction, you know, there's a party keep, in the background. High, party keep, in the back. You know, it's about vibes, really. Just, golden Craft Cast, we're keeping it mullet. We're keeping, yeah. we're keeping it Business golden. in the front, party, party in, in the, the back. background. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, we got no. a cool show for you guys coming up. Uh, today was also the NASA space launch. NASA and... nine. SpaceX SpaceX. And uh, I think the coolest part was seeing the astronauts rolling the uh, Model X with the NASA logo. I was like... Well, I think, I think the coolest tight. part for me was when the thrusters actually kicked in because they were going to do the launch like during the week and I was watching it but the weather was bad so they didn't even like try to launch so uh-huh. I was hoping like come on you guys are going to get it this time they're like alright we're on and we're going to you know lift off and you know they start doing the countdown uh-huh. and then when you see like you're like oh here yep. we go like we're going to fucking space dude yeah. and, and the craziest part was it was actually supposed to happen Thursday yeah uh, yeah it was, it was Thursday right? but it had a bad weather it was supposed to happen on Thursday, but I there was, was inclement weather, yeah. weather patterns or whatever. Yeah, and apparently one of the rockets blew up like um, yesterday, right? Oh, what? Yeah, the NS, um, yeah, the NS4. 
Damn, I, I didn't like did know that. Yeah, well, they're, they're, I hope they're safe, man. Yeah, it's honestly, they're just like testing it out because every month they do like, they have like a next generation of rockets. So mm -hmm. I think it started out February, it was like the NS1, and then up to now it's like the NS4. And the most historical part about this is SN. they use. They I use, could be um, wrong. Sorry about that. Well, they use uh, SpaceX to basically for their rockets and their badass suits. I, I've yeah. never seen suits like that. They look badass in those astronaut suits. Right. They were actually but, Tesla suits that he had made for them. That's what I'm so saying. They look legit. Yeah. Legit. And uh, rockets themselves landed back safely in the ocean. Yeah. So that was a successful launch for them. And the crazy part, I heard a snippet on the news that said basically it's like a quick little segment to get it to outer space, but now it's like a one and a half day parallel parking job into the space <laughs> station. Well, I remember uh, like so more before, like I don't know how it was this one, but they would have to go around like the, um, the atmosphere a couple times to mm -hmm. break the atmosphere. They had to go in orbit a couple times yeah. to come out to get that like inertia to kind of yeah. shoot them out, you know, to get that swing movement yeah. going. So that's that's what they're, God be with them, dude. Godspeed. Yeah. Godspeed. I just, like, I was just thinking like, dude, like back fucking like uh, 40 years ago when they first launched the first uh, spaceship into the moon, like that was around the same time like sci-fi movies started like booming out, you know, because the possibility of uh, space travel Flash Gordon, space. and then thinking now we have new Star Wars and a thousand more like sci-fi movies and we're still not, not not up there successfully. Yeah, I remember when you know, they we're still working that, on um, it. Yeah. What's that, that the large one they brought in? That uh, spaceship they brought in where they're cr uh, cruising down the streets that came down Crenshaw? They brought it oh, to that the was um, the uh, Envador. Yeah, yeah. Endeavor, yeah. Endeavor, Endeavor 2. Endeavor 2, yeah. Yeah, I remember like when they did that because uh, that time I was at my mom's house and I remember seeing like they, they opened up all the electrical poles. And they, that was really cool watching that big old thing go down the street. That yeah, was, that was cool. I remember Dude. that day. I fucking remember that well, day. Well, it's a wild day and I mean, because <laughs> of movies like Star Wars and stuff we're able to have companies like SpaceX yeah. that are you know interested in you know exploring space and getting mankind out there and even doing commercial flights for us in the future so I could look forward to that baby that's well, just, well, that's well, he's doing commercial be... flights to space and he's also doing that Hyperloop underground with the boring uh -huh. company that you'll be able to go to like <coughs> New York in like a couple hours whatever yeah um, I saw the little snippet of um, whatchamacallit Jay Leno and Elon Musk driving through the Hyperloop in a yeah. in a Cybertruck. <laughs> oh, shit. Because he was crazy. test driving it for a show. And, uh, yeah, dude. And, it's of cool. course, Jay Leno's garage. Jay Leno has, like, a little yeah. bit of everything. That's what it was, dude. Okay. Jay, yeah. it, it was Jay Leno's garage, and he was driving the Cybertruck through the Hyperloop tunnel. He's like, I've actually never done this before. And then he brings it up on the elevator and just drives out, dude. Oh, shit. It was so pimp. <laughs> All right, so... So, yeah, um, yeah we're going to talk about Star Wars. Specifically... Possibly the best Star Wars movie, The well, Empire the Strikes it, it Back. It is the best sequel of all time. All right, we're going to get into it. The Empire Strikes Back, right? came out in 1980, and it is the 40th anniversary, so we thought we should get into it and talk about it, our first little retrospective review. Let's get popping on some space dust. Boy, yeah. you got some space dust. And, uh, space dust. Let's do space dust. Let's give the space dust a try. Yeah. Careful with the mic. So one for you. Cool. That's you. it. Wow, you could hear the effects from the, uh, from you pulling it out. That's beautiful. It sounds like a spaceship coming in. Right? That, that was the whole... Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right, guys. So our first beer today, we're doing a Elysian Brewing Space Dust IPA. This is pretty much one of the one of the top IPAs. I mean, this one's like they really hit out of the park with this one, right? Oh man. Um, 
It's my favorite. It's one of my favorites. It hits the spot. 12 ounces of solid space dust gold, 8.2 ABV, baby. Okay, so uh, I think they're using galaxy hops in this. I think that's what what the whole theme is here. And uh, if not, you could read the details and we'll we'll explain it in there. Yeah. So let's take a, just have a drink. Let's, let's do it. Sit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's it's good. Um, yeah. Perfect space beer with our Star Wars episode. Really good IPA. We're going space today, baby. We're going to space, man. I like it. It's, you know what? Even though it's um, those galactic hops, usually those tend to be really bitter. Mm -hmm. They're very hoppy. On this one, they got it right. It's not too hoppy. It's smooth. Smooth. You know, it's, it's yeah, almost it's like very a, smooth. Not so much IPA, but like a pale ale-ish. But it still has yeah. that, that silkiness in there. still smooth. still has that it's good flavor. It's got that flavor. good, creamy frothiness. Yeah. It's a, you pour this in a glass, dude, you're, oof, you're set, dude. Yeah. You're sipping some good brews, man. I mean, this is one of my favorite ones to get on tap all day. Really? At the pub? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, space dust. If it's ever on tap, give me some space dust. I'm yeah. going with the 8.2. Because after that, you're good. You're chilling. You don't need another. Yeah, you're flying good. You know what? You I, know? I, like I said, um, I think one of mine go-to if it's on tap. I think I like that Goose Island. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. This is very, it's similar, but right. it's, it it just has more of a smoother touch right. than Goose. I was going to say, Goose has a little bit more of a tart, more of a little bit of a bite, but that, cheers, Those guys. hops, yeah. Cheers. 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 To, the ca to the craft. Golden craft. Okay. To the craft, baby. All right. All right, Serge. So, um, you want to kick this off? Yeah. So, just the first question. Uh, do you guys remember when you first saw this movie or... Man. Any first impressions oh, on this? So I'm, I'm just uh, slightly older than you guys, but my brother is about uh, almost 40 or 40 years old. Yeah. So they've been, so he's been like a Star Wars fan before I was. So growing up with older brothers, you kind of watch and tend to do what they do. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with Star Wars. Like as a kid, I, my, my brother used to collect all the Star Wars toys. We had the actual original Kenner, Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda. And my sister got me like Pez and all that stuff. Yeah. So I was always big into Star Wars as a kid. And, you know, because of my brother and sisters, that kind of was watching already. So I, I've seen these when I was a child, man. Yeah. And it was just, it was cool. It was, you know, the sound effects, the lights, the noise, you know, it was just a, yeah. a cool yeah. Cool movie, it's cool yeah, this is something very exciting to watch, you know? Right. Just yeah. something for kids. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when you first watched, like, The Empire Strikes Back or no? Oh, man. I mean, I watched it as a child, but I remember watching it when I was, like, in middle school. Yeah. Because I remember I was always big into, like, steampunk and sci-fi stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, I remember watching it as a kid, and I was always fascinated with Cloud City. That was like I thought that was like one of the coolest things. Like there's like a city like flying in the sky, in man. the sky. Like I thought it's that was fucking so... the Jeffersons. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It was like straight Jetsons. It was like a cloud city with, no, this, with real people. You know, as a kid, you thought like, oh shit, this is really like a city. Where did they film this at? Yeah. Um, yeah. Until you find out later that it was actually a backdrop, a painting that they worked on. But, ILM, bro, Industrial ILM, Light and Magic, Light and Magic baby. Shout out to them. They did some cool shit. Yeah. Good I mean, they're pioneers. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for me, watching it, I wasn't able to watch it in theater. You know, obviously. It came out in 1980, but um, I was able to watch the VHS, the golden VHS, the golden VHS, and uh, you know, on the big screen TV as a kid, just you know, and you watch everything on that TV at home, right? Yeah. When you were a kid, that was the TV. You know, you you watched yeah, all the, the VHS, TV. On there, all the Disney movies, all the you know what, yeah. like basically Disney Plus back then. Yeah, there was the TV. Oh, know? there was no Disney was Plus. You had a box TV. of fucking VHS. There was it maybe was a kitchen TV. Yeah, but if you think about it, like <laughs> all of Disney Plus, all the stuff that was on when we were kids is what they have now on Disney Plus, dude. Yeah, all the like, TV all shows, the collections all the stuff. In there. Yeah. But uh, dude, watching this on the TV, man, I was just 
what got me was when they went into hyperspeed, bro. Yeah. Like, that shit was like, what? <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on, you know? Because the effects of, you know, everything everything flying around, bro, how they use models and shit like that. Like, dude, that, I, I didn't know any... I probably learned that when I was also very young, you know? Because my brother was really into that stuff, and now he does theater art, so he would explain to me, you know, like... Well, stage design, sorry. He does stage design mm-hmm. and doing stuff like ILM. And um, he's the one that kind of explained to me how the effects were done. And I think really watching those movies and learning how these effects were done really made me kind of um, think about making movies, you know? Doing cool effects for things and find, figuring out how the magic is made, you know? Right. And honestly, that really sparked my creativity. The and, industrial light and magic. Yeah, exactly. Doing <laughs> yeah. that. And he he talked to me about them. Like, he looked up to them heavily when he was a kid. And he kind of talked to me about them. And then I learned about Imagineers and stuff. But, man, those movies spark such a creativity for young minds, you know? Yeah. Because it really shows you what's possible if you can create anything you want. Well, definitely. Like I said, Cloud City to me was like, wow, this is amazing. I mean, I was a child. I didn't know that it was really like cinema, uh, cinematography and the magic behind it. Mm-hmm. I would just thought that, that's how cool they made it look. Where you thought it was like a real city floating in the air. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is making it very convincing. How do we go there? Yeah. You know? What about you, Serge? When, uh, um, when this hit you? I'm not sure when I first watched Empire Strikes Back, but I always remember watching like the first Star Wars like constantly on TV. Uh-huh. And I think the first time I watched it, First, first Star Wars was actually in theaters when it got released, like in '97. You know, it was just like an when they, they kind of cleaned them. Yeah, up it was an attempt to like to bring Phantom in, Menace. yeah, bring in like Remastered the new generation. Yeah. yeah, exactly with all the add-ons and everything. Preparing, preparing, just preparing you, Phantom just Menace. you know, polishing everything out, and Dude. be like, all right, you're gonna like this next movie. So, uh, did you guys see any deleted scenes from from that movie? Um, I, I think I did. Scenes, I might have. Mm-hmm. I might have. I don't recall watching you. Know, I think there's two. Um, one of them that I saw was like uh, Han and Leia like having like a argument yeah. inside of an ice cave. And then while that's happening, like that's going on. It's extended. That was one of the deleted scenes. And then the other part is like you see this thing behind the ice like scratching away yeah. through the ice like a claw. Uh-huh. And you're like, what the hell? And then later on, you see it like bust through the ice. Yeah. And like they're like, oh, shit. You know, and it's like, but this thing looked all lame and like all Yeti-like, but it kind of looked cheesy, dude. It looked like... That's probably why they took you it know? out. Yeah, yeah it kind of well, looked cheesy. Like, like watching the stuff on it, they were, the guy was actually in the suit and he kept falling over because was, he was so tall and, and it was they shot it in Norway. So it was yeah. really like going through the snow and it, it was, it was that whole hot uh-huh. scene was like a real thing. Yeah. But the guy kept falling and it was just a heavy suit and it was hard for him. So they actually just did a couple scenes where he's almost like stationary. He was kind of sitting down when he's in the, you know, in the mm-hmm. cave, whatever. Yeah. Because they didn't want this fucker to be falling over and, you know, yeah. doing all this stuff. So probably that's why they removed that scene you are talking about. Yeah, dude. I thought it looked a little funny compared to everything else. It, yeah. it did, definitely didn't look like uh, Chewbacca walking around all natural, you know. It was it was different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. That was Again, a good one. Yeah, I did a watch last night and I was actually watching it on Disney Plus and they have like the remastered version as opposed to like the original version and one of the things they did is like really add more into like uh, Cloud City because now that you have like a virtually like a living city I like um 
just right outside when they were talking and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they just like had like ships fly flying around and all that stuff. And I was like, uh, that's okay, I guess. But I just wish it didn't look like fucking something out of Cold Wars, you know? Yeah, well, you, you know what? Like, <laughs> it's crazy how technology advances like literally like every day yeah. it changes. I always, I always tell my brother like, dude, if, with the technology we have now, if we can redo Phantom Menace, like to watch that fucking pottery scene, like with the new technology we have. Yeah. Oh my god! How cool <laughs> that'd be, dude. How like the way they do Transformers, like how James Mann does them going I mean, through and everything. Michael yeah. Bay does them going through everything. Imagine <laughs> if we could do pod racers like that. I mean, because that's why when you think about it, they did a lot of shots during the pod race that were like way above, you know, over everything, so you could see them as small as like possible. Like a bird's kind eye of view. Of, you know? Yeah, like bird's yeah. eye view, and then really close up right. parts. So it was like because they were shooting, you know, the kid that was playing Anakin. They were shooting him against a green screen, mm -hmm. and he was like super close. You, you mean know, that wasn't really Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, What's, I mean, not that was the kid from Jingle All the Way. Yeah. What happened to that kid? He Wait, never what? acted again. Meth. No, I'm just making that. He was from Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way. I don't know what happened what to that kid. Oh, shit. I don't know. Yeah, apparently his acting sucked, so it's very transparent. <laughs> and yeah. You never see him again. But he was a kid. You thought he'd I mean, old. yeah, it's a kid. It sucks that like, he gets like harassed like that, like, you know, getting the tech that he doesn't have like the best acting abilities, but he was you know. one of the best kids that actors in like that was around, I think, at that time. Oh, um, I mean, Macaulay Culkin was like the best kid actor. Yeah, you gotta say he was. Yeah, but that was like a, he was like an '80s kid. Yeah, he yeah. was already like in his teens by the time the '90s came around. He looked the same. We could fucking re yeah. recast him. He still had that baby face. <laughs> Imagine if they did like Macaulay that. Culkin's face on Anakin, and like redid like one of those like face swaps. Called, <laughs> those like fucking the, deep oh, fakes. The, the deep fakes, <laughs> dude. We should do that. <laughs> Sir, can we do that? But you gotta get yeah, that. Sure. You gotta get the dude. We can do that with your computer. Gotta get the cracked up. Um, no, I'm not yeah. gonna do that with you my know, computer. Doing that, <laughs> doing that, that'd be pretty cool if he did that, you know. Moving on to like, you know, the, our first impressions. Let's just talk about the story overall. Like, I mean, what part of the story like really attracts you, or? Well, like I said, I mean, what do you feel is like the visually, the best? visually, of course. We're gonna Cloud talk about visuals later on. Okay, too. so I mean, visually it was Cloud City. Yeah. But I think that one, I mean, the epic fight scene, you know, the like the epic battle. That's like, you know, the whole. I mean, and that's when we first see like Boba Fett. Yeah. You know, we see like the whole Luke fighting Vader. You know, like it's just really like a lot in that movie that really kicked off like this whole Star Wars fan base. You know, everything's in there. Like for example, Boba barely even talked. Barely had any anything in there. You know, mm -hmm. but he's like one of like the coolest character. Everyone has the biggest following. You know, because he played like the mysterious guy. Right. Yeah. With you a know? reputation. With and a reputation. Know, one thing that George no Lucas incinerator. Didn't, one thing George Lucas <laughs> didn't think he was gonna be big. So he didn't really give him much of a role. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like now he's like one of the people like, shit, I should have given him Well, oh, the Mandalorian, shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know? Well, I, he, about at one that. point he was going to make it where Vader and him were brothers. Did you know about that? No. That he was going to try to write in where Vader and um, Boba Fett were brothers. But he was like, ah, oh, this is kind of might be, you know, throwing this whole plot. Through. It was like during the expanded universe time. Yeah, it's, like, it's right after before. that one, after he realized how much fame mm -hmm. Boba Fett was having. Yeah. Like, well, maybe I should like somewhere tie him into where he's his brother. But then they were like, nah, it's just going to be too cheesy. Let's just leave that out, you know. Yeah. But that's what's kind of cool about Boba Fett because he's the mystery man. And now we got Mandalorian coming in. And, yeah. you know, I'm assuming that's him with the spurs that they showed at the end. Yeah. But, you know, now we get a little bit more story on him. But yeah, just the whole storyline of that sh the whole movie. Like, I think, Yeah, I think, like, um, pretty much what you're um, saying from there, 
like I feel like the in this movie, like they introduce like little mini characters, you know, right? Like not that much for all, but they're just, you know, they're just there, and then that expands like the universe even further because the first one barely showed you anything. This one shows you a little bit more. Yeah, after that, you, you don't know. see Tauntauns no more. Yeah, you don't see the Sarlacc pit. You know, like a lot of stuff. Yeah, the, well, they can't fit it all in but, there. Well, what about know? like the Carbonite? That was like an, another like main thing with you know with uh, Han yeah. Solo being stuck in the Carbonite. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty dark, but at least he was alive. You know, and this was like, like the first appearance of a uh, Jabba, right? As well. Jabba. Yeah, Jabba the Hutt. No, no, Jabba's in the third one. You only hear him by name, like in the first one and the second one. But we don't have, we don't see Java until like the third one. Okay. Well, yeah, but you, know, we, you hear about him, he starts to make reference yeah. to him. Yeah. They actually had, um, they actually had like a guy supposed to be uh, Java, but it was just like a furry guy with an Irish, with a Scottish accent, and he's like talking to like fucking Han. It's like a deleted scene. You could actually see it, and they actually like added. Like digitally added fucking Java in there, and that, the guy that was supposed to be like in the fur and everything, like they just replaced him and then they put actual Java in there. Good, fucking it looks fucking weird. Java's in there, fucking with his big yeah, slimy ass. He's big old slimy ass, like. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Java. He's cool. Like his, yeah. you know, like the characters are very yeah. original. Yeah, that's what I like. Like they kind of set that up. Like, oh, you're knowing this guy by reputation. The first one and the second one's like, oh, he's gonna get sent over to Java. So you know that on the next movie, we're expected to see him. You know, right, right. So just right there. Um, what's your thoughts on the story, bro? Honestly, to me, um, the characters make it the most fun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. watching it for the first time and watching Star Wars in general. Okay. My brother didn't show me part one first. He showed me The Empire Strikes Back first. Did he tell you it was like the best one or something? Yes. He just said like, As a oh, kid. I really like it. Yeah? He just said it. He's like, dude, this is the best one. You're going to want to watch this one if we're going to watch Star Wars. What about the first one? Fuck the first one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we watched, we ended up watching all of them, you know, but yeah. we started with the second one. Mm -hmm. And, uh, okay, this is the thing. When you're playing, okay, in it, when you're playing Battlefront on Hoth, bro, just that land, that area, like, if the story didn't exist for that, of you're going to be in a far-off planet where there's snow. And it's, like, totally different than all the other worlds that you've seen yeah. in Star Wars so far, right? Yeah, so you never thought about it. You yeah. never thought about it, but, like, oh, shit, now it's kind of expand expanding people's minds. Yeah. The swamp area, you know, where he meets Yoda, where meets right? Yoda. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and Yoda in itself adds a whole dimension of just another character for people to love. Just the wisdom. Especially with that fucking you know, the child. The, Everyone's crazy over him. Oh, and the, yeah. The comedy. Fucking started. The comedy, you know what I'm saying? That Yoda says, the way he speaks, you know? Like, people mm, didn't start... Go with the dark side, you must. Yeah, stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody started mm. saying stuff like that yeah, until they different. did that. But um, George Lucas, with that storyline, he actually drew a lot of religion. He drew in Taoism. Yeah. And uh, just this whole idea of there's this energy around everybody and you could learn to channel the energy and move things, you know. I mean, not physically, obviously, with, with that religion. But, yeah, I mean, they said when you reach a certain point, you could basically, like, reach nirvana. You could, like, your spirit will Yeah, there's a lot of philosophy put into it. I took a well, world took, religion class, but it's been a while. They took a little, bit of, a little yeah. bit of, like, India. They took a, a lot of everything, yeah. you know. But, you know and yeah. I think that's what's so cool is because that story really 
really expanded people's horizons if you think about it because if you like the movie you start learning about it and you think hey man like wow like I didn't ever I never knew about Taoism I never knew about Buddhism you know yeah. I, I never le- learned about these things but it's like this is what he drew from to make this story and make it what it was yeah it, it's a really it's a spiritual journey too you know, yeah, it really like is. Oh, yin yang, you know, it, you, your actions have a reaction. They could be like the light side, it, the dark side. Everything you do guides yeah. you down a path. Yeah, everything has a duality when it comes to like right. religion okay. and stuff, you know? Check this out. Shout out to Mr. Crowfoot if he ever listens to this. He was my world religions teacher, and he actually used this movie to explain Taoism, the, the journey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The journey, the hero's journey too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The him training and going through the forest and doing all that stuff, doing the flips, learning how to use the force. Like that's a big part of the story because for underdogs, that's that that was your moment. Like you could become better. You could be you could train. You got to use the force, man. Like, you know, like you yeah. could imagine how many people came out of that movie feeling inspired, feeling like they could like, do anything, like one you know? punch man. Exactly. He himself, he crap everybody. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it empowered people, right. and I think yeah. that's the most important thing about the story. Well, it I think there's a lot people. of factors of that of that whole series that empowered people, new artists. I mean, because people are like, "Oh, look at the shit they make. We could mimic something like that." We there's ideas, creativity. There's writing. I mean, even with the writing, um, Lucas had another. What you talked about that Lucas had a writer that was doing. Yeah, he had a writer. A screenwriter. Yeah, yeah, really getting into it. Like thanks to the screenwriter because like he actually went to him for like Woo! all the stories. Woo! <laughs> yeah, they're cheering on. They fucking writer. love that shit. <laughs> they're cheering us on. They heard a part. Yeah, of they're like, all right, all right, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's getting what I'm someone. talking about. All right. Get it, George Lucas. Get it, George. <laughs> but yeah, George. Um, he hired a writer and he was gonna be the writer for Indiana Jones. Like um, before they even got started, he hired him like right there. On the spot and said like oh you think it could help me on like the next door of Star Wars cause from the first one was su- uh, a success but then he kinda didn't know what to do well cause everyone thought or he two was were, just like sequels like, in a flock yeah. like no it's not gonna be as good as the first one and yeah I mean it was just the thought yeah, of it was one of the best ones it was just like the thought of expanding that whole thing like I even heard like um, he was gonna sell Star Wars to like Fox like after the first one yeah cause they had you know? they call it um, uh, sophomore hijinks like yeah the second time was never gonna be as good as the first one like you when people drop albums the first one is like you put all your effort and thought into that you're not I, gonna do it again for the second one yeah i mean he's he's made like movies before like even star wars but it was just like the matter of like um getting finance yeah and some of his movies weren't he even successful empire strikes back on the yeah show. actually he financed it for he got a loan for 15 million dollars and then eventually it went to 25 and then eventually it went up to 33 they had to like right. they had to like raise more Look money how for much that he's shit. Made, then he's a billionaire right? well maybe, yeah, and then maybe that was his, maybe success. that was his plan. Maybe he's like, "Look, just loan me twelve million. I'll show you the first scene, and if you like how it's going so far, give me more funding." Like this well, matrix. Well, that's, what, that's what it was because you know what I'm he saying. Had, um, <laughs> he went to USC Cinema School, and his old um, cinema t- uh, cinema teacher, whatever Kushner. I think he actually went to UCLA. No, he went to USC. Oh yeah, that's a good he thing you're coming out. Yeah, go ahead, Bert. Because he brought Kushner out, and he asked Kushner, "Hey, like, can you be part of like this one?" And Kushner said, "Like, I don't really want to direct it because I know." It's not going to be like the first one, but Kushner had a thing to deal with people, and he was like, "I need you to bring." And eventually, he agreed to doing it. Yeah. And because George Lucas said, "I'm going to finance this movie. I'll get a loan and I'll I'll finance it. We don't got to go through the studios." And he did that. And he brought Kushner in, 
And the, the the writer halfway through the movie, the writer kind of left off. He's like, you know what? I don't really want to do this. Yeah. So that's when George one Lucas. The, yeah, one of the writers. His, did. Yeah, he started his creativity on his own. He started writing some of the stuff in there. Started, you know, like, okay, well, fuck. Yeah. They come up with some stuff on this. Yeah, one. they started making really st um, like different stuff. Like even like how he even left them in charge of like, oh, there's gonna be like a mentor character called Yoda, yeah. but he needs to be different than like anyone you that you have ever spoke. You know what name was gonna be? Minch. Minch? His name was Minch Yoda. Minch Yoda. And then Chris, uh, Kushner was like, hey, like, let's just stick to like a name. Like, give him like just Yoda. And he was like, ah, oh, but it's like, like it gives it uh -huh. more like you just Yoda. Yeah. It, 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 that actually reminds me of the social network. It's like, let's just go for Facebook, not just drop the Facebook. Right. No, <laughs> he, he came up with, he was like, look. He's like, but George Lucas is really adamant about the Minch. Yeah. And he's like, he's like Minch Yoda. He's like, no, no, fuck that Minch. Like that's like that's that sounds. It's not. Fun. It's not very attractive. Yeah. It, it's not. That was, it does, it's not catchy. Yeah. And he went with Yoda, and I look, look at Yoda. He's fucking. That's he's a household name, literally. Who doesn't know who Yoda is? You know. Yeah. Exactly. He's just the wise alien that um, everyone freaking knows. You know. Right. Yeah. But um, honestly, with the story, the first one. Right off the bat, it's just like an adventure story, right? And then the second one, is, it's a little darker and there's more things at stake. If you think about it, the first one's like, oh, it's fun and rescue, right? And then, you know, have the big fight at the end. This one's just like, run away from the bad guys, we get betrayed, and um, you get to learn. Yeah. It's a dark secret coming out, and nobody ever expects it. And we're just like, oh, fuck, you know? And all those elements are just like, you know, that's just like the... That's just a step up from like what they could have done, you know. I mean, they're still sticking with the hero's journey. It's just very different, you know. Right. Like it's not like I think as one as it should. One of the things that made it super fun, though, were the weapons, because you actually were you were actually able to see a turret gun laser yeah. for the first time. That wasn't in the first one. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? So they're showing you more weapons. That's why it was so cool, man. Like, nobody yeah. ever thought of these weapons. Like, now if you say turret laser, people are like, yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, why with this, have you yeah, seen Yeah, with that? this one, we get to see, we actually get to see, like, um, this is what I noticed um, watching it from last night. They get to battle on land. Yeah. Like, throughout the whole movie of the first one, it was just nothing but dog fights. But this the one is just like, fighting, you know, dog you know yeah, it's just dog fights. And then this one's just like a land fight. And very inspirational from, like, the, World War II movies it was um, inspired you know also like boots, that drone boots on the ground boots that the drone ground. that uh, attacks AT Luke Skywalker or ATSD. no the drone the flying one yeah. oh the um, I what forgot it what it's called? called I forgot what it's called it was like black one right yeah yeah and, and then like, he was like fighting it and he ends up like using his lightsaber and deflects yeah. one of its lasers and hits it right yeah it and, and uh, I mean that was that whole scene even was Boba yeah. Fett's uh, like Boba his, Fett's his, uh, his jetpack. That's what his, I'm saying. And his uh, blow torches, torches on his gun and his hands. Yeah. And everything. You know what I'm That's saying? Why. Yeah, like, that was the best. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of good. Yeah, there's a lot of weaponry. I mean, like this movie is drawn. Like I said, like these movies are very heavily inspired by like World War II films. You know, for, and for its time, for its and time, I think time, it was like amazing, and it led the way because now yeah. they're making Star Wars movies, but now they have technology to make it look cool and like now, like when they go to like hyperspace, you know, the Millennium Falcon takes off, it looks like yeah. really cool. Yeah, I mean, it looked cool then because we didn't know better, but if you look at it now, like when I was watching last night, now. Now, till then, it's like, oh, it looks like like you're driving through a hellstorm back then. Yeah. Now you kind of see like 
You know, like yeah, that. I mean, yeah, some of those shots where they have, they're like inside, they're inside the freaking um the the cockpit, and you see the background. They see like uh, they're passing through all this like mountains and land. That actually still looks good to this yeah. day. You know what yeah. I thought is actually pretty interesting that I kind of think is like a hint from the elite, bro, is like when they go through the tunnel, right? Yeah. You notice in the new series, when they go through the tunnel, it's like, it looks like there's like a water wall like around the whole thing. Like you're in the barrel of like a wave or something, right? It looks like it moves. But if you compare the old school one, it just looked like lights were passing you really fast. Like the lights were stretching. And it's like you know? the time it's like time itself is almost like going but through. But now it looks like it's like spinning around you like it looks like dude cuz if they wanted to they could have made that stretch look super sick. Yeah. You know? I but mean it's so immersive. Somebody made a decision of no, let's make the wormhole look like this. Cuz <laughs> well, this you know, is what it may I'll, actually, you know. What they go stripped out on that? It's I mean, maybe because it doesn't count in space, I don't know, gravity, whatever. But I was like, how come when they go that fast, they never hit like a sonic boom? Oh, it's because it's it's in space, man. You but I mean, the gra- does gravity change like the, the like <laughs> physics? We'd have to have someone on board that knows yeah. that. I shit. mean, on, let, let me call uh, Neil Tyson the grass real quick. Okay, you got oh, his gosh. number. Okay, let's yeah, call him. Tyson, All right, that's cool. Says. I mean, go like, ahead. You kind of hey, have Neil. to leave your like. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> that is impossible. Let me tell you. <laughs> First of all, first of all, but can't happen. It can't. It can't happen. <laughs> first of all, Star Wars is like not real, like uh, heavy sci-fi, but it's like a it's a fantasy sci-fi. You know, it was a that risky movie. Was actually movie risky look, look at it now, though, dude. Like, how just, much money has Star Wars made? How much money are they still making? Oh, this is what I was going to tell you. My daughter is yeah. a huge. My daughter is going to be seven. Mm-hmm. She still loves watching Star Wars and Star Wars movies, and you mm-hmm. know, Daddy like the star, uh, uh, Stormtrooper. Daddy, this when she goes to like the park, she's mm-hmm. super all big on like the Star Wars land. And yeah. BB-8. Oh, that's another big character, but that's a different movie. That's but, a different movie. Yeah, Getting still, into characters, though, speaking, man, in general. Yeah, just speaking into, like, um, characters, like, I want to talk about the characters in this. Well, we talked about Yoda. I mean, yeah. that was a huge one. Boba Fett. I mean, in that one, I also think you get to see another side of Darth Vader that's a little bit darker yeah. than what we were used to before. What you do know? you mean by that? Like, when it comes to that? I mean, he was a lot more ruthless, bro. Ruthless. Like, he yeah. was, like, killing just regular people that work for him. And You, you, you know, know what's one thing? I think it was just getting more mad because they keep felling him and then you get to see, like, in the background, like, some guy getting choked and everyone around them is like, uh, Yeah, that's what he first yeah, said. Like, like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta not fuck up, you know? Because in the first one, he just choked out one guy and everyone saw that. But you, you know, now what? you get more of a reaction in what, this what's movie. What's cool about this one, though? What we were also yeah. out. This one has one of the most like even like even out of Star Wars history, even out of like the Star Wars realm. Yeah. It has some of the like the coolest like one liner lines. Like mm-hmm. for example, like I love you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like the lines like the mm-hmm. yeah. I am Be- your father. You yeah. Know? That whole I love you scene yeah. was um he was supposed to say, which is I love you. But he, he was supposed to say I love you too. Yeah. And Kusher and and um Harrison. Then Harrison Ford were like, that sounds so cheesy. And Cushion told him, improvise something, we'll get it. So he was like, she's like, I love you. He's like, I know. And then he goes back down. I, and he looked at him like, give him yeah. like, Cushion saw him, give him like, that's good. We're rolling that one. Give him a thumbs I actually, up. Yeah, like, I actually want to get into that, like, between the whole characters. Because this time around, I noticed, like, yeah, this is the one where, like, they established a relationship in this. But... 
They've been hinting at that, like, since, like, the very beginning. Like, the first time he walks into, like, the whole command center, she fucking looks at him, like, straight on. Like, like there could be something. You're a little and then, floozy. Like, you, like, she looks a little, like, um, you all right right there? Like, like what's up? Know, like, what's up? <laughs> and it's, like, and he's still, like, the same guy. He's just, like, the rogue guy that just, like, you know, in his heart, he wants to do the right thing. But at that time, he said, like, oh, once I fucking get my money, I'm going to leave. And he's just, like, no, we need you. Being very like cocky about that, you know, very and smug. That's that's what we love about the guy. All right, exactly. And that's what we got when we watched <laughs> Indiana Jones. You know what I'm saying? It's the same dude. I mean, yeah. that character just—he knows how to play a badass character, bro. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah, the the badassness, man. You know, of of Han when he said that line, it was epic. You know, it get, that's a line that went down in history. Right, but, it's like a player exactly. line. I love but, you. But so did. Right. You know, some of Yoda's yeah. lines, too. Yeah, they just make so much sense. Even though, like, he talks in a very different way that no one has ever heard of. Like, that's very quotable because it's so different. It's like, oh. Like, you got some of the best quotes in there. Like, it's like, yeah, you're going to be afraid. I'm not, I'm not going to be afraid. Oh, you will be. You will be. <laughs> like, that even creeped you out. Yeah, that shit creeped like, me out. Like, what's going to happen next? Even though that the, the whole I am your father line, like... I'm your father. That that's like one of the, like a big line just yeah. outside of Star Wars. I mean, who I mean, who hasn't used that? Yeah, line? nobody. Yeah, it's like the biggest like plot points that everyone pretty yeah. much fucking knows. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people get that shit confused. Like, look. I am your father. No, that's not the line. It's no, I am your father. Yeah. And then you get the big dramatic. No. Dun, dun, dun. That goes back to the Mandela effect. Be. Just saying, because yeah. And the Imperial March. No, too. I think it's that's just a lot of people. That's the first time we heard the Imperial March. <laughs> I, I think it's a lot of people just being dumbasses, yeah. but yeah. That's Imperial the first March. Time we heard the Imperial March. Yeah, now, this is the first one. That was pretty cool. You know that. Now it's like you hear that like yeah. dun, 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 The music. Dun, yeah. Even the music dun, is. Just like very right. good and stuff. And then, like, yeah, that's like, John Williams, baby. John Williams, bro. Like I said, like, you had to look it up. <laughs> You're like, oh. like I said, like, literally, I had to look up. Like to look the it sound up. effects, though. Like, <laughs> so I, was, I was watching like the sound effects. Like, yeah. you know, some of the noises were made from like um, elephants, like trunk, like yeah. Like, they were using know? nature sounds right. and yeah. incorporating yeah. them with. I mean, that's what sci-fi was because you 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 had to, from and your imagination, think about what you had to this invent fucking the fucking thing. Would yeah, sound you had to like. invent like sounds. Yeah, took a little bit from everything. Like that. From Down. the good, bad, and the ugly, a lot of ja- like, uh, like for example, like they, you know, like for example, Boba Fett. They really wanted to make him look like um, yeah. Clint Eastwood, like in the good, bad. Yeah, e- yeah, everything's very like Western like inspirational. He, he holds his gun. Like even the Spurs when he walks, like, ch- ch- yeah, that is Spurs stuff. Even though he mm-hmm. wasn't wearing Spurs, and just the way he holds his gun, the way he just kind of angles his head. Yeah, yeah this, it's very Western. This time around, I actually noticed like Han's fucking pants, and they look very Western. Mm-hmm. He just has like this like little lining, the little design going down, and then it looks oh, like. He has the belt, and he has the belt, and then you know he has the vest and everything. It's well, just the way he carries himself. Well, he used to be a stripper like, at a fucking bar. <laughs> he used to be a carpenter. <laughs> he used to be a carpenter. He did um, Sergio Mendes's mansion in L.A. No shit. Yeah, right before. Damn, From what I, did I heard. Know that. Yeah. But we he was like a working this. actor. Yeah, I had to check back. I actually heard it from Sergio a podcast. P- shout shout uh, out to I, Sergio I'm pretty Mendes. sure he's not working no more with all the money he's made now. Right? He, oh no, he's fucking making it, you know? He's, 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 he's Han Solo. Yeah. He's two iconic characters. He's Han Solo and Indiana Jones, you know? You can't take any of that away from culture, bro. You could not. Uh, if, we still have to talk about our main character, Luke. Yoda. 
<laughs> yeah, Chewbacca. Sure. <laughs> Anyone else but Luke? But I yeah. mean, yeah, that's his. That's his journey. It's a spiritual journey. It's a fucking. I mean. You got to think it's about it. In the, space, just in the first one, and walking and walking. He's the only thing he's ever seen was, you know, sand. Sand. Tatooine. Tatooine, baby. Those double suns. That's all he knew. And then after this, you start to know that, dude, this guy, he started adventuring he the galaxy. The snow, man. The swamp, yeah, he just went right out there and said, like, he got to learn about the Jedi. He got to learn how to fight. And yeah. he fucking saved the day. And it was just like, oh. This one, you're not gonna be a winner on this one. You have to, you have so much to learn. Yeah, you know, and that's where you really get into like the the Jedi religion. It gives you hints like, oh, you know, just yeah. just curious. Yeah, who do you, who do you guys you guys like the Rebel Alliance, the Jedi, the Sith? What's your guys' take on it? Um, when it comes to lore, like I like all of it. Like just the whole history about it, you know. You never had one that you. He's were asking us more? what side we'd be on. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'll be a bounty hunter. Do it for the money. Yeah. Or a mercenary or something, you know, something of higher. It's like, I don't want to get myself into war. I just like... I, just like I mean, we already hang out at bars. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's that's an easy part. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's you know? Kahan in the cantina, baby. And you got to have your fucking... Um, what about you, man? At the bar, you got, man. Yeah. Huh? I mean, yeah, probably. I'd probably be on Surge's team, man, with the bounty hunters. I mean, but I'll be a bounty hunter. he eventually that's becomes a, a rebel. Yeah. He starts helping out the rebels. But that's the cool thing about it is, like, you can, you still have the ability to go out and do your own thing, work Whoever's for yourself, paying. and work with the rebels if you want to. If you, you want to get that I, I feel good like you karma. Guys, you guys are not really embracing Star Wars. I mean, one of the coolest things of Star Wars is the fucking lightsaber, bro. Like, that's the weapon. That's the weapon. I mean, yeah, that's the fucking that time I mean, I mean around the time that like the Empire Strikes Back comes there's only like two lightsabers that are known of yeah but but still though, and those you know? two lightsabers like there's no I mean, Jedi's like, no, like no bounty hunter could ever like get fucking Master Yoda yeah but He's you know fuck. there's just like alright go ahead so what one thing I gotta say that's really ingenuitive about this kind of movie is the sci-fi they can use basically any era weapon yeah like if you wanted to see sword fighting like that, you'd have to watch The Three Musketeers. You know, you'd have to watch samurai movies. You know, yeah. samurai movies samurai and stuff Saturday like that. And, and All right, this yeah. comes. This is gonna come into like our next uh, topic, and that's visuals. Okay. So, what's the one visual, little couple visuals that like really stand out to you? Well, like I said, one of the first one is Cloud the, City. The Cloud City, you right? Know, that that yeah. one's just like you know, just it has never been done before. At least that I've seen. Uh, yeah. At a kid, it's a city in the sky. You know, it was just like wow. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Yeah, you just want to wonder, like, oh, like, there's a whole society living up yeah, there, Yeah, the know? world in the it's sky, like the world in the clouds, you know. Is that heaven? You know, it's like is a that whole, heaven? whole world up there, you know. I thought that was... It's like Bioshock. Exactly, exactly. That was, like, you know, the whole thing, like... You get your charismatic... Um, was that, and of course, it's always, like, <laughs> the child. I mean, even as adults now, you know, yeah. you, you pick up a stick and you start playing with your friend and choo, 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 you start making like, lightsaber noises, yeah. you know. Like, I think the whole lightsaber fight, that was always, like, visually, like, my favorite part. Yeah, yeah, especially the lightsabers on this one because this one you get you know everyone talks about like the big fight at the end you know right. yeah or, like light versus dark and you get like blue and red but one of the things I just thought about like last night the red and the blue really make like a they pop out in like the cinematography especially the blue mm -hmm. when it comes down to it and those are like the two colors that come out red and just blue just bright mm -hmm. and if you think about it like in the 80s what two colors do you think of when it comes to neon 
green. And purple. Purple? Yeah. There's also a combination of purple in there, you know? Yeah. It makes Windu have And I'm just thinking, like, yeah, and I'm just thinking, like, oh, like, they're really getting, like, the color schemes, like, right into the 80s. And this movie came out, like, in the 1980s, you know? I mean, maybe that's maybe why they, like they like the neon crypts. so much, bro. Yeah. Because the, if you look at a neon sign, it looks like a lightsaber. That's where exactly. Blood and Crips came from. The lights and the dark side. Oh, Blue shit. We oh, figured shit. it out. <laughs> Dude, that's the same color as my, my computers on the... The light through the fan? The light through the fan, like I could change the colors and yeah. that's what the colors I have. I have Excuse like the me, red. We, we just have laptops. And then blue. <laughs> and don't then worry, you got a purple. You, yeah, you'll work up there. I would there. love to see your computer, you know, just flashing. Dude, I literally saw this computer that it was built into a desk. Really? The box of the computer So how do you take it out desk. if you need maintenance? Fucking drawer. Just pull it out. I was watching this computer. So like, can you like pull out like video. little slits? Like, oh, this is where the ramp sticks. I'll show are. you later. We're getting like, inside the All right. Too. They had like water going through it to kind of cool them too. You but you know what? Oh, yeah, the, you know what? To go actually into it, yeah. that was actually part of the visuals too. You get to see more technology. Mm-hmm. You get to see more cool shit, like the drone that was flying around, the big fucking ATAT that's yeah. walking around. It was the the. Um, there was just more space for um, imagination in that one. You know, because well, they couldn't Cause bring back stuff from the first. They got to switch it up with something. New. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they made these mechanical motherfuckers that were on land. Yeah, you know, doing their thing. Yeah, like I said, like um, the one of the visuals in the beginning was like uh, it was actually on land. You know, mm-hmm. and like I said, like uh, there's World War Two inspiration movies. That's what in I'm that. saying. And you got the whole like um, battlefront enemy lines like just re- getting ready for battle and the next thing you know it's like they're fighting machines not other men machines right. with men inside of them it's all like okay man, how are we gonna make this like much more greater you know these mm-hmm. machines that are so huge they could shoot anyone on sight you know do you guys know where they got the theory from that um, ATAT or the AT-ATs or whatever the no. Trojan horse no it was actually <laughs> he saw a bunch of elephants walking mm-hmm. yeah. and people think he got it from very he actually took it from elephants mm-hmm. so when they did it Industrial Light and Magic literally put like an orange back then they didn't have a green screen like an orange screen yeah. and they drew like a chocolate on an cool. elephant yeah. and like a white line on it and just had it walk and they were, if you watch it you're mimicking like the footwork it's like an elephant walking so the AT-ATs were literally like Elephant. Quote unquote elephants. So elephants was their like the reference. Yeah, they're for the no, walk. They, they, well, yeah. well they they use the animation of how the elephant walked His movement yeah. and everything. As the movement for the ATAT's leg. Right. Yeah. You know, so it was like it was something that you could see, like, I could see that actually walking in real life. That's yeah. how an elephant walks. Like uh, anatomy. That's yeah, it walks like an, it yeah, it walks like an animal. It's just yeah. like, you know, but it's like mechanical and it's moved by someone else, you know? I mean, what else in that movie, like, uh, technology-wise was freaking awesome? Like, I mean, I thought, like, seeing the... Well, just how Cloud City is propelled. I mean, how the yeah. fuck do you... I mean, that city of- that, yeah, that actually seems futuristic compared also to, Also, like, in the tunnels, that. like, the like when you go into the tunnels, the ice caves and stuff yeah. like that, you see all kinds of wires and like cool shit like hanging around yeah just because they wanted it to give it that look like we have power we have things like going those, on uh, yeah they were just setting up in there yeah it's like an El Chapo tunnel yeah <laughs> yeah and they were just setting up in there and they had all these wires and they had guns yeah you know it was like a cartel like <laughs> like a space cartel I mean, it could yeah it could have been anywhere it could have been like inside a cave but it was inside an ice cave you know yeah it was just like oh fuck like I wouldn't have thought about that like, and I mean also the spaceship in this yeah. one are different from the first one yeah you know so, so they now, added more yeah now like you the have X-wing different models 
Mm-hmm. Now you have different models of spaceships within this world. You're making, you're expanding the world that you've created. The yeah. yeah. The Star Wars universe. I mean, like, um, most of the spaceships, like, it'll be safe to say, like, you compare to, like, uh, to cars because they're different models, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, George Lucas has been known to, like, he, he actually likes cars. He actually owned a car. He actually mm-hmm. owned a Fiat scooter. I bet he owns he a lot of cars. That shit. Yeah, yeah. Sure he owns he a lot of like, cars. All those cars and then, you know, just taking us inspiration. It's just like, oh, spaceships are like the cars in space, you know? Yeah. He, thought, well, he just thought about it in that, loop, in that Yeah, I mean, that's what gave you know? the Millennium Falcon like yeah. its rugged look. Like it was just like, it was like the muscle car, you know, back yeah. in the day. It was a muscle car with by, a few uh, issues and yeah. be like, okay, if it breaks down, you got to Neil Tyson Grassi literally saying that Millennium Falcon, the way it designed this, technically couldn't maneuver the way it does. Oh, saying how it's a disc and it was like... Don't, don't fuck it up. <laughs> don't yeah, well, kill that for Yeah, well, let me tell you, people have made drones that look like the Millennium Falcon, and they fly, so. Yeah, yeah. but not at the speed of their maneuvering, you know? When it oh, who to loo, you know what? Let us have some badass. imagination, for who God's sakes. It's a fucking movie. It's yeah, a but, movie. you know, good for him that he knows the physics of that. Why doesn't he design one and fly it like Elon Musk? Well, people have you know? actually <laughs> right. like, been, like, blocking them on Twitter because whatever, when they do any movie like The Martian or Interstellar or whatever, he did bust it. like, well, that's not going to possible because you know and so he's been on Joe Rogan have you heard him on Joe Rogan oh he yeah. was kind of he's kind of pompous on there bro yeah, he's kinda yeah. Kinda yeah. Pompous. Well, the last one he pompous. was a dick he was completely a dick and I was like, oh, dude, like he was a little pompous bro he was like bro. arguing with him you know, he's, he's like, like, like no Joe like it has to be this way like think about it because he was like, cause I was like what's gravity he goes well what's gravity he's like well why is it this way he goes well, fuck you should know I don't know like, like dude you're the fucking physicist don't be a dick but anyways, we're getting off topic. But yeah, we're getting a little yeah. too off topic. Um, yeah, Neil's just like a, he's a hot issue. He's in a this, fucking creel. This cast. Yeah. I just think I just think that he talks so much. I think he should prove it, bro. I think you should yeah. come out with some cool shit for everyone to use. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, put your money where your mouth is. You know, if you think that things will be better and things will help us and you want to But I'm pretty sure it, for like it, a guy like him, he'll, I'm pretty probably, sure you he'll probably like give the excuse like, oh, well, I'm just saying. I don't have time. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> so like, like, I'm just well, saying. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not a designer. Dude, I'm airplane. not a designer, but I'm just saying. Okay? Right. I'm not here to prove shit, anything. I'll just yours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you don't want that guy around. Alright, alright. Aside from those... Okay. Pessimistic. I'm totally throwing Sci-fi. this in there, man. Look at that guy. All right, so let's go to our second beer. This one I brought is uh, Lagunitas Super Cluster. Super Cluster. It's a, it's a Citra Hop Mega IPA of 8%. galactic proportions. 8%, 8%, baby. 8%. Let's give us a sip. Okay. Citra Hot, baby. Citra Hot. I like this. Yeah. I got this cool little It's smooth. It's it's smooth. Is it smoother? It's not too it's not too strong. Would you say smoother it, than like the the space dust, dust the space dust? Yeah, it's definitely smoother than space dust. Going that, on to our last it has yeah. that silkiness to it. I actually had the this before like the space dust and then like I tried this again and then I feel like it's a lot more smoother. Yeah, if I if I had to like uh, yeah. pick between this and space dust, I think I'll definitely go with this. Or I think I just like huh? getting used to like the IPA bitterness. Now, we're going to talk about our top two moments on Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Manny? Um, something that stands out to you? Something that stood out to me was when he rapped 
the cord around that ATAT's legs. Yeah. And he made him fall. Because that to me was like, wow, they could really win this. It's like military yeah. tactics. It's like military. They could do this. Wait, I actually had a pretty interesting question when I was watching that. Have they ever encountered that and that's their procedure or they just thought about that at the moment? I think yeah, they came, they up, with did, it on came the fly. up with it on the moment. He's yeah. like, wait. He's like, let me try. He's like, get her Let flies. me try something. Yeah. Well, because they've never had something that of that caliber, you know, to fight. But what was the harpoon for? Like, what To wrap it? their legs. No. To hang on to things. To just hang on to, to things? To grip things. I, I, don't, know know. I, I don't know. I, have a, I just had a lot of questions it about had that. To grip the shaft. <laughs> Go right. Well, who knows? <laughs> That's the whole thing is in that universe. Now people are asking these questions. Well, what were those meant for? What were those things meant for? I mean, were, were There's they There's always so much questions on that. Yeah. Do you want me to call Neil Tyson Agressi again? No. I'm okay. <laughs> I don't want him. Anything To ruin him. everything. <laughs> right. Um, what's the second one? He might not actually be an asshole to us. He'll probably just be like, oh, these guys are dumb. They don't get it. It's okay. I'll it's give him okay. a simple answer. I'll give him a better answer. Okay. <coughs> What's your second one? My second one has to be uh, when he lands Where? on the planet with Yoda. What is it? What's the planet? The um, system. Yes. I don't know. I could mispronounce that. Do you know it? I forgot the name of the planet, to be honest. Yeah, it was the, started with a D. Serge is looking it up now. But anyways. I'm sorry. I'm not that whole nerd. scene where he crashes it in. He crash lands it, right? Yeah. Look, it crashed, up, Jamie. Look, uh, look that up, Jamie. Look that up, Serge. All right. Serge attack. Okay. And uh, he crash <laughs> lands it in the swamp. Mm-hmm. All kinds of weird creatures, right? Yeah. All kinds of strange creatures we've never seen before. It's like, oh, man. Actually, the, some of them were weird creatures, but there was also, like, a lot of lizards, a lot of snakes in there. Like a yeah. reptile. You know, uh, you know like it, a, it was yeah. just animals they easy to get. They mixed nature yeah. and, like, like, different kinds of creatures involved. There's, like, that swamp creature that was in there. Yeah. That was cool, man. That was, like, he's really going somewhere that no one wants to go to. It's really, like, an uninhabited kind of deal. Was it a the Dagobah? Yeah. Dagobah system. Yeah, Dagobah. Right. Dagobah system. They said Dagobah system at first. The Dragon Ball system? <laughs> exactly. No, but yeah, dude. That, Super that scene was cool. That scene was really system. cool because yeah. he lands there and it just becomes a clusterfuck for him. He does, he's scared. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. He's on a new planet. His ship's wrecked. I mean, he's expecting to um, meet and, a great warrior. And he's expecting to meet somebody. Yeah. There's an expectation. Yeah. This is the hero's journey. This is where the hero's journey begins. At the yeah. swamp, in the shit. Okay. Can I piggyback off of that? And Is that your well, second scene? Yeah. So, my first scene. Okay. Out of the two. Yeah, just him having to, uh, having, like, Yoda revealed to him. Because it's not saying, like, because he's just waiting at his, like, house, and then he's on this hut. He's eating, like, really strange food, and he's just waiting for him. And he's all, like, he's just, he's talking, like, ah, oh, he's not ready. And then he's talking to Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of gets it like he's talking to Obi-Wan. Wait, he's Yoda. You know? Because uh-huh. at that time, he just like, he like looks at him blackly. And then he's just wandering around like, well, can I see Yoda? And then. Well, he still isn't he aware of who he was, right? Yeah, he just like steals it away. And he's like, he's not ready. He's like, what do you mean? The boy's too old. He's too impatient. And this and that. And then he just looks at him and he's like, wait, you're Yoda. I like this one line right before he like met Yoda. He said like, "Oh, I'm here to meet a great warrior." He's like, "Hmm, 
you do not become great in warriors or something like that. Somewhere between the lines. You do not become great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's like war do not make great of 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 people or something like that. And I was oh. just like, oh, that's a very interesting line and stuff. Um, What's your second? My one? top two. My second I one. What was your top two? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm saying my you top second on one. That. This yeah. Is your second. My your second one. Two. I would say the. Yeah, I would say like the uh, the battle between like Darth Vader and like and Luke, like where he first met him, where like Han got uh, carbonated. I just really like the color scheme right there, and it's just like oh, like that's the color scheme where it goes off from like that inspires like the new movies, because mm-hmm. in the new movies, like particularly like on uh, the Force Awakens, right? Like he, they're just they have like this cinematography and the lighting just focus on blue and red and stuff, you know. So it's just like it, I like I just saying. yeah, it's, it's basically the color scheme of the movie changes the tone mm-hmm. of the movie changes because of that white blue light you know and also the red light from the light yeah but it's more blue light than there is red and then right, it just right. says so much because it's like just so cold. as soon as he walks in like Darth Vader walks in like there's a blue black run around him and mm-hmm. to me I just read it as like they're still gunning him you know hmm that's and, like the galactic lighting now, you know? Yeah, he's just like, you know, he's just very shadowy and very different, very dark. It's just like very dim, you know? He's just like, oh, that brings a new tone to like the overall own tone to like the whole movie, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's my second t- pick, really. Okay, Bird, you're up, my dude. Oh, man, again, to me, I think one of like the most like... Um to me that stood out was, you know, of course, obviously, Cloud City. You know, when they meet, like, a Lando Carician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see yeah. the whole Cloud City, and they, you know, they land the Falcon there and everything. Yeah, it's like, yeah. to me, it was just kind of like, again, it's breathtaking, you know, it was just like, yeah. Whoa. And then when they remastered it, and it was even touched up, and it looked even better. Yeah, they made it even more expanded. Like, yeah, oh, there's a the, living you city You can even see there. the propellers underneath it, like, yeah. like wind kind of hovering around it. Yeah, actually, the the thing with the add-on, like, that I appreciate is, like, they put more wind windows into it. Yeah, they, they literally and fine-tuned it. Yeah, know, like, they put more windows they, into they it and it used to be plain. They, they just made it more, yeah. it just pops more, you know? Yeah, it pops more, which I actually appreciate and from, yeah, like, the before, remember, that when you see it in distance, it was, like a, it was like a painting, so it was, like, almost yeah. like a shadow. Now it's, like, a real, like, legit, like, city, you know? And yeah. I just thought, like, that's probably where they got, like, Bioshock from, you know, like, that whole yeah. city in the sky, that whole, you know, it came maybe. from Maybe, yeah, Yeah, maybe. no, it, it could have, it really know? possibly could have. It possibly. But it, it really like, looked really cool, and, like I said, as far as, like, visuals and just the whole cinema of it and that was one of like my coolest scenes that I thought and um, let's see you got one of like the main things like the whole Luke fighting that was a big one for me as well but one thing I liked I always thought it was cool and you even see memes of it but it's kind of like when um, when Luke is carrying Yoda on his back where he's like piggybacking yeah. on him he's running through so that like, training scene yeah the whole say? training yeah. scene he's like you know, like mm, fight the dark side you must he's like really like I don't know I thought that was really a monkey him. on his back yeah it really showed like the whole weight of like that's the visual light you know it's yeah. the weight yeah. it's the weight of the Jedi on you like and you got literally arguably the most powerful the best Jedi on your fucking back telling you like guiding you and coaching you. like right up to your ear right, right. and it was just like he's almost like fucking giving him a little kiss on the neck he's almost he's like a little kid. like a little angel on the on, he's, he's in his neck like, on his shoulders no, he's both <laughs> you know, because like, he's kind of testing him he's challenging yeah. him you know that's why he's so impatient about it you know he's going through the forest doing flips yeah almost you know jumping over snakes and honestly one of the things like I felt like why he was like very naive and not really ready is he's very impulsive because before he goes into the cave, you know, that whole, like, little um, sequence where he, like, cuts off 
Darth Vader's like head, I mean, he, it shows his face. Like before he went in there, he's all like, weapons, you do not need them. And then he actually kept his weapons. He was about to take it off, but he put it on and he went into the cave and he kind of was like, oh. He was kind of disapproving about it, you yeah. know? That was just like, that's one of the things I noticed. Because he didn't like, trust him. Yeah, he's just like, I mean, but you know what, on. if you were in his position, would you have taken your weapons? Knowing me, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Because <laughs> you, you've never been to that planet, bro. All he knew was the Tatooine and the two suns in the sand. You yeah. Know? He was and everything's out. new to yeah, him. Coming and to he's this cave, new. you know? Who knows if he's going to get eaten by a huge freaking... Yeah, it's just what he's used to. And he's just like, oh, this is not that you're like, oh, neat weapons you do not need. I was like, well, that cave looks a little shady, so I think I should. Yeah. But what would have happened if he didn't have those weapons? Another well, little question. I don't know. Well, that's what's happening right now, bro. The people don't have the weapons to fight the cops. Cops have weapons. Okay, let's not bring it into that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're like the empire right now. Well, so like we said. <laughs> like we were saying, we want to go more into the fiction stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's our top two. So, like, after talking about all these good points on uh, Empire Strikes Back, you guys think um, this is the best Star Wars? You know, it, it, I think it's all circumstantial, it's all relative. It's just, yeah. you know, what you like. Because, for example, I think one of the crappiest ones, to me, is one of my favorites. Yeah. Like, for example, like, for me, Phantom Menace, you know, episode one was really, to me, was, it's not the best. But because, I, I guess, when at the time when I watched it, I was, you know, I was like young and I was really, I yeah. knew what it was. I was excited for it. I went to the theaters. The first Star Wars I ever saw in theater. What are the know? trailers like? You see the trailers for it? Yeah, I, seen the tra- was, I actually remember I the trailers actually for it. I have a poster still. Yeah. Yeah. Where when you see like it's a it's a Anakin in the desert and like in Tatooine. Yeah, that was the first teaser poster. Was Vader. Vader. Yeah, you know? I remember that uh, poster because all my friends were talking about that poster. It, it was just really like in, as far as posters, I think the only poster yeah. that really ever really like fucked with you was that one, and then like the first Spider Man because you could see like the, the twin towers in his eyes, and then obviously they weren't there when it came out. They had it. We change it. Oh yeah, but they those did. Were the posters that yeah. really was like those are the kind of like really changing posters, you know. Like when you see like you don't know what's gonna be about. You're like, oh shit. So is Anakin Vader? Until you watch the movie, you know, you start, you know. Well, you like, kind of th- you kind of think like, oh, this is the story of Darth Vader before he became right. Darth Vader. But yeah. you didn't know that, you know. And then and then of course, Wait, like, I, like I said, like the whole pod race, that was like my favorite like thing in Star Wars, and yeah, you know, because I was like racing the whole the whole concept of it, you know. I just thought that like, even modern times now. They redid it again. Like that'd be like, bro. People could one. probably make some drone pod racers. Yeah, yeah but, but in real life. Before technology was, please do anybody. Before technology was, no. Before it was what it is now, that was like the coolest shit ever, though. Pod racing. Yeah. It still yeah. is. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, right. Lights even a whole game about it. Badass. N64 game. Uh, episode yeah. one Pod Racers. Remember? N64. That yeah. shit was yeah, awesome. Yeah, that shit was kind of awesome. You had to go to that fucking you flying choose, guy and fucking bike parts. You could choose whatever, whatever character you wanted. Yeah, yeah and race. Yeah. So you would say your favorite one is like Phantom Menace and wouldn't be uh, this one? Yeah, because I think it touches closer to home. Me and my brother yeah. saw it together. We saw it and we were like excited for it. I get it. I actually, After that, I seen all of them in theater. Yeah. But that was like the first one after these for like my our generation yeah. to watch a movie in theater from Star Wars. Yeah, that yeah, that's actually cool. I mean, I want to say Phantom Menace is like the worst one. The worst one is actually the one next the to one it. The one with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a this that's is what, the, uh, You guys are talking kind in of context of which one was the worst one. You know, well, the, really, okay. all of them. No, he's saying all he, of them. Okay, okay. Okay. Our okay. least favorite. 
Right. You know? Yeah, definitely yeah. rephrase because it. Because they're all man, great. They all did. They well, all, I was just asking, You've never like, been able to do that. One? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Any of those movies, like, any of us can't speak to that, bro, because it took teams and teams of people to make that You don't know happen. what I could do. Speak for yourself. Well, let's make the next <laughs> Star Wars, bird. Yeah, we're not, we're going to write we're the next screenplay for it. We're going to knock it off like how fucking GoBot did Transformers. These guys have a good screenplay. They'll be like, these guys have a good screenplay for Star Wars. We'll give it to them. They got it. Give it to them. Move aside. Move aside. Move aside. Mandalorian, the next Mandalorian coming in. What was your, like... Do you think it's like the... I like the 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 Ewoks, bro. Okay, so you like Return of the Jedi? Yeah, man. But do you think Empire is like the best, considering like... It's not, well, it's it does not have to be your favorite. It's, okay. I like the best. It's the most money-making sequel of all time. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> I like the Ewoks. Yeah, but this is the yeah. most money-making sequel of all time. Any any movie. Is it? Yes, I looked it up. It's this. It's like thirty uh, three hundred million. Was a blockbuster. Back to what my I asked yeah, but my mom. Most movies that are second ones okay. aren't uh-huh. that big. Yeah, go ahead. I asked my mom earlier today like do you remember watching the empire strikes back and she was like yeah i remember taking uh my nephew to go watch it you know or my younger cousin to go watch it older and uh (laughs) it was a blockbuster bro and i was like were people wearing merchandise like you know in line for it and they're like yeah some people had t-shirts but it wasn't really as big like merchandise isn't as big as it is now you know this was barely when they were doing the jaws t-shirt and people (laughs) would recognize the jaws logo yeah you know so after this came out this is when they actually started making action figures after the empire strikes back kenner they were kenner yeah they were were kenner action figures the first ones that came out and that were like they're still like hot to this day if you have them original intact they're yeah super expensive my brother used to have them but he opened them all up that's what i'm saying but that's what kids wanted to play with back in the day was star wars you can be on hoth you can be on these Dude, crazy I planets. Be like four and someone gave you like uh let's say in our time like a gargoyle toy or whatever yeah hey, i had george. gargoyle hey, toys when i met someone said hey this is george it's worth money don't open it fuck this i'm opening yeah, this fucking I'm toy opening it. right yeah, just one of the biggest things about Star Wars is like the it's merchandise, toy, especially you know? when you don't get a lot just of toys. selling yeah, that yeah. shit. You know, yeah, Star Wars is that's pretty- that's the whole point of the Ewoks. They were meant to be like a merchandise. You know, like kids could like oh. I want one of those. It looks like a teddy bear. You, you know, know, a lot of people look at Star Wars as like sci-fi. Look, that's why you like it, right? Like, no, you know what I liked? <laughs> they're like, no, they're, they're this like is messed why. up characters. No, dude, this is why. <laughs> they were fucking smart. They used nature, all right? And yeah. they made booby traps. They used their environment. Their they used their environment to their advantage. So it was like And friendly. they lived in tree houses, bro. So it predates Ferngully. What about the Jawas? Remember the Jawas? <laughs> the little fucking... From the first one? Yeah, those guys were trippy. Yeah, those guys were But funny. you know, like, again, like I said, I mean, for us, the reason we're doing Star Wars, and even because we're quote-unquote nerds, this is what we like. This yeah, is, we really this like literally, this. This literally changed our lives. This, you know. To this day, this is what we, you know, like Yeah, and that's why I had to ask the question. Smoke like, a joint and watch Yeah, that's why I had to ask the yeah. question. It's like, and probably the best yeah. one, because... Everyone argue, like argues like, yeah, this is the best. So what best, do you think? The first one. You now, what do you think? Is it the best one? Like, I'm glad you asked me because I feel like, yeah, it is the peak of it being like really great, you know? Because you got the first one good. Hey, this is the you climax. got the second one. This is the climax. It's huh? like the climax, and it gets good, and it's just like, dude, keeps going. They did things that no one has ever done. Yeah. In a sequel, you know? No matter whether you like Star Wars or not, those motherfuckers make billions yeah. of dollars. So. I think of it as a milestone. And yeah, one small it's mention one of the best of, about the going back to visuals real quick mm-hmm. is when you were able when they look through the magnifying glass yeah. or like not the magnifying glass the the, the um, bias um, the binoculars. binoculars binoculars damn it yeah, why right. couldn't I think of that word because you're drunk 
<laughs> no, no, because you can't, you don't think of words like binoculars. We don't need binoculars no more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. you're not a peeping tom. <laughs> Just kidding. You mean you're not a peeping tom? <laughs> yeah. He's bro. a peeping binocular guy, and, they, and now we can get those holographic ones, dude. Yeah. Dude, like all the imagery inside of that, like all the technology, like la- that was like taken from probably like airplanes, one, you know, like airplane, like um. It's like like uh, Step Brothers. Remember when they have the night vision goggles? Yeah. He goes, we got night vision goggles. He goes, imagine if you had them when we were kids. Even better. We got it when we we're forty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, like I said. Like, I mean, cheers to the cheers to you guys, man. This is one of the episodes that really hit close to home. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're all pretty much Star Wars fans here. We're all. I mean, look, I got my Rebel Alliance tattoo right here, and there I got go. my fucking Vader right here. You know, like I just this has always been part of our nerd, and this is why we started right. what we do because this is the shit we like. You know. I mean, we could yeah, talk man. about this for days, but yeah, you know, right. we gotta conclude. So we focused on one movie. We could go on the whole. Yeah, movie. we could go from the whole thing. And our next episode will be. Hold on. Hold on. Let's search. search break All right. Let's give a drum so, roll. Okay. All right, so... Serge, what are we having? Yeah, we all like Star Wars. We could talk about this for days, so... But we're also horror fans. We're also horror fans. But, you know, f- final thought on this Wait, movie. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thoughts. Final thought. Final thoughts, it was a great movie. This is what literally pioneered, set the platform for the rest. It laid down the foundation, because it ex- exceeded the first one. Yeah. It laid the foundation at the platform, and it literally led for more sci-fi. Obviously, more Star Wars. Yeah. More sci-fi. Like I'm watching this, this show called The Expansion on, uh, and you can see where they took a lot on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. You can see where they took a lot of stuff from Star Wars, like that whole hyperspace and all that stuff. Like it pioneered that whole type of thing. Stargate, all of them yeah. took bits from Star Wars. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree to that. This is my th- final well, thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, Star Wars like the pretty much like the lead of like sci-fi movies of what they can be. I mean, you amaze everyone on the second one. Uh, on the first one, and the second one took it a, a step further with the lore and everything. It's a whole universe that you could, you know, imagine. And it builds onto that. It universe. builds onto like more, and there's still room for more. Definitely. You know, and that's how you get your whole fucking um, fan base. Just the wondery of like, well, what what's this world about, really? Well, I think the same thing. How he was talking about how like Boba Fett was like very westernish. Yeah. Like if you watch the Clone Wars, the cartoon, they even oh yeah. they even bring up like uh, Cad Bane. Yeah. Who is like a bounty hunter. Yeah, and Clone Wars. Like, full western. Oh, I fucking love yeah, Cad Bane. Yeah. Yeah, Cad Bane is a full western, like revolvers, fucking chaps. That boots, fucking and hat. hat and everything. Dude. And, you know, yeah. Like, like you said, there's room for. There's way room more for anything. Yeah. My just, final just thoughts on the movie. But yeah, this is an overall great movie. Um, definitely the best Star Wars, one of the best Star Wars. I mean, there's other, there's other ones. I mean, you can argue with the first one. But overall, like I really like it, and it just leaves an inspiration for me to like, you know, do more. You know, just yeah. uh, stretch out the imagination Randy, even further. Think, think, My final thoughts: If you do sci-fi movies, find an investor like that, dude. What you got to do with this? Reel them in with the first scene. Be like, all right, 13 million. Give me 13 million. We can make a movie. Once you see the first scene, you're probably going to want to invest more. And then they do. You well, mean like the Matrix scheme? Sci-fi had and then you make a Star Wars blockbuster. Thing. You know, that's how they did the Matrix. They lured him in. <laughs> they lured him. They're more like, more all right, we're going to give you this much money for the movie. Okay. All right. Here's the thing. It's only the first 10 minutes, and that costed all the money. We need more money. But that's how I did with every show. Like, for example, like... like that's um, what I'm talking like about. Spider-Man. That's how you do it. 
I'm like Game of Thrones. Bring him back to the circle. You're at the end of the season. Like, well, fuck. What the fuck happens now? Damn yeah. it. Okay, well, this season is so two. Much well, no, but I'm telling you, like, as yeah. investor-wise, like, let's say you, like, hey, uh, Bird, I'm trying to make this movie. It's really cool. And you're like, hey, that sounds pretty cool. Well, I'll give you... I'll give you five grand to get started. It'll be like, bro, we got the first, like, first scene of the movie. Check it out. And you're like, oh, my God. You guys were able to do this with the money that I gave you? They're like, dude, we can finish the movie for this much more. You'll be like... Well, here it is. Here, let's just do it. Let's right, just, you know? right. Let's just fucking exactly. do it. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you can convince them, then you know they're going to be like, well, fuck it. I'm a, I mean, off the top, I'm going to get my cut first. And then whatever we make, we're all going to make money off That's them. my final thoughts on the movie. All right, cool. <laughs> well, that's and a good creat- final thought. Because all right. this, the creativity, this movie, man. This movie, this little franchise. That's ingenuity. Is, yeah, this franchise has literally made billions. Literally billions. Yeah, billions. Well, One of those investors product. got their yeah. money. So worth, this man. is a good fucking final thought, you know. You made billions. Yeah. So, so we're like we're luring you in to invest in our movie, <laughs> Golden Craft Cast movie. Yeah. We're gonna do the Golden Craft Cast Adventures in the Brewery Technology. <laughs> adventures in Future. Drunk Town. I don't know where you're going from there. <laughs> All right, All right guys, so that's been our show. You know, glad you joined us. If this is not not your wait, first time wait, watching wait a it, we told them we love horror. We didn't tell them what we got in store for them next week. So we're oh, yeah. into horror. If you didn't listen, and horrors and. Wait, what? We're gonna. <laughs> you like your horse? I like. I said horses. Horses? I, like I thought you said horse. horses. I, I, I thought you said horse. I thought you were going all fucking I'm Frank southern. from fucking Philly. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And then, I like my horse. And then? And horse. And then, and then, and then? Horses, <laughs> no, horses, so horses, horses. We're going to do the fucking... Well, we're not even going to tell you the movie, but I'll tell you what. It's, what, it's horror, and it's Stanley Kubrick. It's and The Shining. God oh, damn it. You fucking... We're supposed to lead him to him, but... Hey, come on. We're doing so The Shining. The Shining comes out in 1980, uh, exactly, like this movie. And it's the 40th anniversary, 40th so... anniversary of The Shining. Stay tuned so for that. For Another retrospective. Popcorn. So, hope you catch them the next one. So, if you want to... Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. Dude, that movie was freaky, but I'm not even going to go into it. But... Hell yeah. All right, okay, get, before we get way into that, we're going to save it up. We're always... Uh, we're more of a fan of you guys than yours of us. Listen to our podcast. I don't know how that's like possible. It. Recommend, recommend <laughs> something. You yeah, know. recommend. Recommend some you know, beers. Recommend some topics. Uh, you know. Catch us on um, at Golden Craft Run at gmail.com. And if you want to reach us through Instagram, it's Golden Craft Run. Same thing. And that's the whole base for a Golden Craft cast. And just DM us, message us, suggest anything, really. And Suggest some episodes. Mix it with give some us, beers. Some Mix it with you know? beers, man. Give us feedbacks. Like, give us feedbacks on anything. About our episodes, Suggest but. beers. Suggest movies. Yeah. Anything. You can listen to or us on breweries. Spotify, Anchor. Have a podcast. Golden, uh, Google podcast. Or just come over here with us. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah, just come on <laughs> over, dude. Come on, drink some beers with us. Just where do you live? Yeah. It's all good. Six They're like, four. where do you live? <laughs> I was like, um. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys for everything. And we're out this Have a good night. Good, good. Stay safe. Good talking to you guys about uh, some Star Wars. Stay right. safe out there. Be you. And, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Cheers All right. to the craft, baby. Cheers to the craft. The craft, the movie craft, and the beer craft. All right, catch us on the next one. Cheers. Don't say that. We didn't even talk about the video games of Star Wars. Fuck it.